Spread number love all over the globe. It's the Vibe Show Podcast. I am your host, Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and we have a special guest on the show today. One of my favorites, man. I mean, it is an absolute honor. I'm talking about American actor and screenwriter, Mr. Peter Paris. How you doing, sir? Alrighty. Very well, very well. Blessed. Thank you. How are you? I wanna I'm I'm actually doing Fabulous today. I've been excited all day today. And and before we even get started, I just want to just thank you from the bottom of my heart because, you know, I went out, I, I actually went out on a limb. I was like, you know what? Because I watch, I watch you all the time, man. And I, I'm like, man, if I could just get David Harrington on my show. <laughs> and I, I, I went out on the limb and I sent it out, man. And it was an absolute blessing to hear back from uh, from your people uh, agreeing that you would do the show. So I just want to say thank you for me and my team. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. Glad to, glad to be speaking with you, Cam. Now, um, you you actually um, born in Brooklyn, New York, and you were raised, uh, well, you grew up in Los Angeles and Salt Lake City. Yeah, most, mostly LA, a little bit in the middle there, from 7th to some of 11th grade in uh, Salt Lake and then back out to LA. But yeah. Got you. Now, you know, you know what I think is, is, is so interesting about you, man. It's like your range and, and the different characters that you, that you play and that, that you portray. This is, this is what I want to know. Now, has acting always been, your vision um, as young, or was it something that you you kind of stumbled into along the way? It, it's something that I came into later in life, really after after high school. Probably, um, I guess I was almost twenty when I decided to be an actor. I started out um, thinking I was going to be a dental technician, which is what my dad does. My dad had a, or did, he's retired now, but he had a dental lab in uh, Los Angeles, and I thought I was going to do that, and then by a strange kind of set of circumstances, I ended up working for a company that built miniatures for movies, Ah. and found that I really enjoyed that, a company, Brick Price Movie Miniatures, and I have a cousin who's an actor and in entertainment, and I was like, you know, I, I, I think I want to go this way rather than making tea. So, <laughs> it, was a, it was a kind of, wild, especially when I was doing the miniatures, I was involved in a lot of sci-fi action stuff. We did the hand props for the first Star Trek movie. We did the spaceships for a show called Project UFO. And, and uh, so that, that just kind of turned my head a little bit and changed to change the course of my life. Wow. Now, you know, yeah. I, I, I seen something here when I was uh, doing a little research here, and it said that, um, you said what, what uh, Shakespeare, uh, Shakespearean uh, quality of acting didn't draw you in, but it was, it was uh, 
you wanted to be the black Arnold Schwarzenegger. I thought right. that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting because the, when I first started studying, I studied theater. And, you know, they had um, a lot of classical classes, speech and movement and Shakespeare classes. And, and I enjoyed it the characterization and dealing with the language, but my passion wasn't really there. Right. My passion was action stuff. And, and the thing I loved when I said that about Schwarzenegger movies is they were always, the stories were solid in his movies. Yeah, they always were. So I, always, I, I always liked that about his movie. It wasn't just a, a, a dumb action movie. You know, I thought he always had really good, interesting stories. So I said, I would like to do that, have a, that, you know, black action hero that had really interesting story-driven kind of plots. So. Right. So, yeah, I wanted to be the black sports <laughs> So, um, now, with, with what, what, can you explain, like, the difference with, like, um, doing, doing soap opera um, as opposed to doing like some of the other shows, like um, like is is there any any difference in it? Well, look, generally, I would say the biggest difference. There's some style differences depending on the show or the actors, but the biggest difference is in the writing, the way that the stories are told. Ah. Most episodic television has a beginning, middle, and end in each episode. So there's a there's a story plot. It Sometimes it might be a two-parter, but within that half hour or hour of television, you're going to get what the problem is, what the conflict is between the characters, and then the resolution at the end. With soaps, you don't have that. You have problems, conflicts that'll stretch out over a period of time. So that's the difference in terms of storytelling. And then in terms of production time, it's you're because you have to produce new content 365 days a year for the traditional soap opera, daytime soap opera, the, the pace of production is a lot faster. So I, I just did a recently did an episode of uh, Lethal Weapon with Damon Wayans, and they shoot, uh, I think it's eight days, eight or nine days for one episode. Whereas when I was doing As the World Turns, we would do an episode a day, a little more than an episode a day. Sometimes we do what's called six-packing, where you're doing six episodes in five days really? of an hour-long show. So it's a very different pace in terms of the work, you know, but that's, so that's the big difference and, and working with Tyler Perry he works similar actually he's a little faster but similar to a soap pace so it's as an actor you've got a different kind of focus when you're doing basically an episode a day versus um, which can translate to 60 plus pages a day versus um, say 50 pages over eight days or nine days right. big difference with with having such um such an extensive 
resume like man you you've really been putting in a lot of work um has it gotten easier reading the lines over over the years it i would say um yes to uh certainly for what i'm doing now my work in daytime has prepared uh me and it's it's kind of like um I don't. I, I guess I could say maybe drawing. Where if you're an artist, when you're first starting out, you're learning what the forms are and what the you know what is a cylinder, what is a cone, what is a cube. Right. And then once you get those forms down, then you sort of see everything within that framework. Oh. In the same way, within a scene or within a show. You kind of learn what your pay, what your place is in that show, whether you're a, a lead character, whether you're a supporting character, are you the comic relief? Like, what is your character? What is your piece within this picture that the writers and producers are creating? And then you find, and then you sort of know how to work that based on whatever the dialogue is. You kind of get to know what your blocking is like. I've, I've developed a. a a really good short-term memory so I don't have to I can I can memorize dialogue pretty quickly in terms of being able to use it on a set or on an audition I, I, I may not remember it a month from now but for the, the week or a couple of days of production that I'm working on something I can I can lock in dialogue pretty pretty easily yeah you definitely much uh, easier than it used to be Right, how like my the thing that gets me is like I always wondered like um like how much what if you don't get a line all the way like do they allow you to to kind of improv when when you're doing like let's just say like um on the on the soap opera sets or on the um the have and have not. So, um, it, if do they allow that, or they just would we would they would cut it and you would have to redo it over again, or sometimes they allow you a little bit of flex. You're you're allowed a little bit of leeway generally. Um, some and that that's the interesting thing. Say with uh, doing classical theater or just theater in general, you have a rehearsal process. But once the dialogue is locked in, if it's a new play, it's locked in. Uh, and if you're doing something like Shakespeare or Neil Simon or something like that, the dialogue is the dialogue. You can't, you're not supposed to mess it up. Sometimes people do, but you're not supposed to. Whereas when you're doing television, there's a little more, certainly with what we're doing on the halves or daytime, generally you'll have uh, maybe a blocking period in the morning or when you first get to set, you'd say, "I like to change this or adjust this." It's it's large. It's not only out of respect for the writer, but also out of respect for the other actors that are in the scene with you. You want them. You don't want to go off on some tangent and then be lost in terms of what you're doing. Right. But if you're staying pretty close to what the characters, what the essence of, there's there's some things that you're allowed to change. Like, um, say, say there may be with the character I'm doing now, 
sometimes in the writing or in the beginning of the writing, uh, Tyler would always write, some, he would come in and he would say, excuse me, or he'd say hi. But David doesn't say, excuse me, he says, I beg your pardon. Yeah. <laughs> he'll always say hello. So that, that was something that allowed me to build into the character in a particular way. And Tyler gives me that kind of leeway where when he writes it a certain way and I feel like, well, I'd like to put this little spin on it and make it feel what to me feels more like David. He allows that as long as, again, it's it's not taking the story in a whole different direction. Right. Let's can we can we talk about like how how that role came about? Um, did you have to audition for that, or was it something that um, they reached out to you uh, with all of your you know the work that you've put in? Sometimes I know they might send over a script or something if they feel like you fit the part. Um, how they, how did your, how did David Harrington come about? Interesting. Well, actually, David Harrington. Uh, I was asked to come in to read. Uh, I wasn't offered the part. But um, when I came in and initially read, it was a, a very small part, and David was a certified financial planner. It was, a, it was like five lines in the description. was uh, David Harrington, a certified financial planner, Veronica's husband. And that, <laughs> and that was it. And, um, but I really wanted to work with... Uh, Tyler and Oprah, it was his first dramatic series, and I'm, I don't really consider myself a comedic actor. I've done comedy and sitcom. I consider myself more of a dramatic actor. I'm most comfortable with that. And, um, and I was like, this is his first dramatic series. I really want to be a part of it. And uh, ultimately came down and, and uh, got the role. And then by the time the scripts came out, uh, David Harrington was a judge and uh, a much more significant role than I initially thought that it was going to be. So I'm, I'm very happy with the way the progression of the character. But um, but that was it. It was an audition process and and, uh, and something initially even that my, my agents and managers were like, mm, you should pass. It's small. Really? network and yeah it wasn't initially financially what they felt I should be getting paid but something happened and my sister was going to T.D. Jake's church and Tyler was there it was just after New Year's had been there at New Year's and she was trying to get a hold of him for something was sharing with me and that that New Year's message was don't despise the day of small beginnings wow and uh, and I had had and opportunity before to do a role that I really wanted to do and I had an agent that told me not to do it because the money wasn't right and after that I was like I will I just would never do that again right and this right. came up again and I said no I'm not gonna let my people say the money's not right so you shouldn't do it when it's something I really wanted to do and I really wanted to work with uh Tyler on this project and just felt that it was going to be historic television. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and it's turned out to be, uh, the best experience of my career, really. You know, I, I, I just, 
I'm so glad that you followed your gut on this one this time because, you know, you know how you lock into to a character. It's like I don't really, I don't really see nobody else being David. You know. Thank you. I, I want to ask, like, I mean, you really, you really kill it every time, and I'm like, at first I was like, man, like, what's what's wrong with David, man? You know, and then as it progressed. <laughs> As it progressed on, I'm like, you know, because like, I guess, I guess, how much is how much of 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 or, or if any of the character of of David is you? Well, I I like to say in a certain sense, none of it, which is why I why I enjoy playing David. <laughs> I I gotta go to a whole other place to be this guy. Um, and interest, actually the first two seasons, I was really frustrated with the, or I should say more the second, not the first season, but after things went bad between David and Veronica, I was frustrated with his response. Um, part, partly because initially, and you don't know how the characters will progress over the course of a show when you first start. And initially I thought they were going to be like the Obamas or something, you know, right. this black power couple, you know, this kind of family. And at the end of the first season, it all kind of fell apart. And then it was stuff where I was like, okay, come on now, when is David going to stand up a little bit? Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's getting away, Veronica getting away with a whole lot of men. Man. When is he going and, and it was, it was really tough. And I said, I said, Tyler, you gotta, you gotta help me here. <laughs> this is what I'm feeling after. He says, it's coming, just be patient. But part, part of the way that Tyler writes stuff. It's aggravating is, to me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be yeah, honest. It's really aggravating that, to me. I'm serious. Like, I'd be upset, man. screaming at the TV. Yes. Yes. Like, they're, a, they're the head of what the character does. So if the character reacted the way that you would want him to react right away, yeah, there would be no tension for the audience. Yeah, yeah. You'd just be like, okay, good, yeah, yeah. Now you're like, oh come on now, come on. Yeah. What are you, man, what's wrong with you? Why don't you? Just, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm figuring out. I'm so figuring out his style, style, man. I'm that's figuring out his style. A lot of levels. So that's part of the beauty of the show. It it is, yeah. man. It's just like I, you know, I'm 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 really in a bad space with it right now, and I'm just, I just don't understand, you know, like how how's the sit like working with with working with the other actors and and. How how's the the set around there when you guys are um, actually working? Is it is it a, is it a great work environment? It is an amazingly great work environment. I I, I think this is the I, I can say this without being specific, and not that I've ever been really in the conflict, but it's the first show I've been on, on where everybody gets along. Wow! You know, there's there's no. Uh, we can all be in a room and, and talk and have fun and laugh and joke and everything. There's no ego attitude. Nobody, um, everybody, it's easy to work together. 
Um, so it's been a it's been a great experience that way. Tyler has an amazing facility at the studio, so it's great. You know, we just had to in the beginning get adjusted to the pace. That was a challenge. Right. But once we once we got that, once everybody got that and understood, you know, what it is, and Tyler gave us some grace to get going there. It's it's been great. But it's a it's a great, real positive fun group of people we you know it's not a high pressure kind of thing it's it's easy part of what makes it easy too is a lot of times on a show not only with the cast but there might be conflict between the writer and the director yes or the director and the producers or something but tyler is writer director and producer wow so if you have if you have a change or something you want to do you don't have to go through a bunch of different people to get approval. Yeah, you know, now that's awesome. If he right wants there. to do something creatively on the set or on the spur of the moment, nobody has to approve it. It's just you have a conversation with him, make it. He makes a decision, and boom, you go. So it's great. It's really cool. How's how's your with 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 all of the success and everything that you've accomplished and the work that you've put in? Um, Clearly, you're, you're you're definitely a legend to me. You've put in so much work. Um, your work speaks for itself all the time. How how has it changed your life? Um, are you still able to to move around comfortably without any disguises or or any bizarre things happening or whatever? How 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 is how is life like that? Yeah, life for me, it's, it's actually, I get probably more recognition with the haves and the have-nots than I have on any other show. And uh, especially when I'm in Atlanta area, it gets kind of tough. L.A., people are more used to seeing celebrities, so it's not too intr- intrusive. Right. Um a big span of my work was during daytime and just a lot of a lot of guys especially didn't watch daytime yeah which is kind of cool with this show is i get recognized by men and women when i was doing daytime it was mostly recognized by by women right so now that it's a uh, prime time okay the prime time so um but there's a lot of uh, men and women stop me recognize the show appreciate the show we have the most passionate fans with the show but because i pay, play a positive character everything is I, I have it's always positive energy right it's nothing angela who plays my wife veronica on the show oh my she god she has stories to tell about people <laughs> oh my being I, upset with oh her and yelling at her and at her heart and being like you know, I hate you. How could you be so mean to your husband? And yeah, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't get any of that. I, I know to, she eating it up son, too. How could you be the way you are to your son? And she had it has to explain. It's the character. I'm not like that. It's just the character. That's that's Veronica. I'm Angela. Yeah. But, but me, it's all positive. You know, we down the street and people yell out their cars, David, David. <laughs> you know, but it's always it's always positive stuff. So it's uh, it's I I enjoy it 
you know, occasionally there are times where, you know, I might be with my family or doing something and it's uh, difficult. They want the little one-on-one time and it's kind of hard. But for the most part, people are, if we're out at a restaurant, they'll wait till we finish eating or something. Be like, before you go, can I get a picture? So that's cool. Right. Wow. Um, now, this is the, if you had to like, if you had to like share any, any advice for, um, any, any, anybody who was trying to get in the business as an actor or a screenwriter or, or was trying to get in the entertainment business period, like what would, what would be, um, some things that you could share with them, uh, words of, of uplift or, or direction? Um, wow. Well, whatever you want to do is very different. You have to, uh, there's so many aspects to the entertainment industry. Writing is different than uh, acting or directing. If uh, Writing you can kind of do anywhere. You need to be persistent and write daily understand storytelling and I'm still really uh, I've been fortunate to have some things produced but I still consider myself a, a, a novice writer uh, relatively it's hard writing and rewriting and rewriting and going over and I, I would say with writing and acting you have to take, be able to take criticism uh-huh. as you're working on your craft and and writing an act just work on the craft work on the craft if you want to uh, make a living as a as a stage actor uh, you should you, you have to be in New York um, and ready to travel you know theater actors are gypsies you're going from traveling here and here here to there to there more stability in film and television if you're starting out now, Atlanta is a great place to be because Atlanta is number one in film and television production. But get work on your craft, being class, read books, get some great pictures, get the best representation you can get. Get somebody who can get you in the room, and then it's on you. Know what you're, know what you're, what makes you unique, what makes you stand out, and play to that. Find the passion in the scene and the character as an actor. And, and, uh, and stay persistent. Stay persistent. You're going to get more, many more no's than you get yeses. Hmm. But don't take it personal and just keep pushing on it, pushing on it, pushing on it. And slowly, uh, if you're continuing with your craft and staying positive and stay persistent, I believe it comes together. And with with um, wow, thank you for that too. That was that was that was that was deep. Um, I don't want to hold you too long. I, I want to ask you though. Um, with 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 doing the have with the the have and have nots. What else? What else can we look forward to um, after the show, or is it any other things that we could we could look out for that you're working on um, right now that we can look forward to in the future? Well, in terms of 
somewhat on the writing side. It's actually written by somebody else. There's a comic book series, uh, faith-based, Christian-themed comic book series called Kids of the King, uh, K-I-D-Z of the king.com. You can check it out. It's angels disguises uh, teenage superheroes. And that's really an exciting project. I'm hoping to get, if the books go well, that it will uh, grow into something bigger in terms of entertainment. Uh, as an actor, um, it's just project to project. I have some things I'm writing, you know, hopefully other people have projects for me, but you, you never know what's gonna, um, what's gonna hit or what's gonna take off. I have auditions for some projects now, but whether or not they will actually pick me, I don't know. But you just, again, that's part of the industry. I've been very, very blessed to somehow stay working, uh, you know, for the majority of my uh, 30 plus years, I guess, coming up on 40 years uh, as an ex, that right? Yeah, coming up on 40 years as, in the industry. Um, been very fortunate to work, whether primarily in television, first a lot of commercial work, and then uh, guest spots, Night Rider was my big break bunch of daytime and and now this show has been a great experience um so we'll we'll see how this lasts and and uh, what is next but i feel confident that I'll, I'll be able to keep working somewhere there's a lot of outlets now a lot of shows uh, a lot of networks or streaming services and original content being created it's just a, a matter of finding the audience you know, in addition to finding the work. No, I I really I really love I love the fact that you're humble. I, I love that man, but I just can't let you can't let it ride. First of all, that is it is accredited to, you know, you're 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 very talented. Like period. You 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 have a gift and you're very talented. So, you know, that is accredited to you having continuous work as well because I mean I'm 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 somebody who, you know, is is a a viewer, you know. So I know and and I I see I see pure talent, you know, organic talent. But I know that they they see the same thing, and that's another reason why, you know, you 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 have continuous work as well. So I just I had to put that out there because I am a huge fan of yours and. Um, Without a shadow of a doubt, I put you up against anybody. I mean, you, you're one of the best, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I I love what I do, so I'm I'm uh, glad that it is uh, appreciated. And right, thank you, Ken. Really appreciate that. I know you can't probably do this, but I mean, can we expect anything else? How long is Veronica gonna last on this show? <laughs> I, that's, that is completely up to Tyler. Right. And, and, she ain't and, going nowhere, man. And, she she's the goat. She's the goat of the show. And and when you thought it was over with, I mean, she's she's Tyler's favorite, man. Point blank, period. We just got to live with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think that's his. Uh, he gets some of his 
Medea attitude out there. Yes, so. <laughs> yeah, and, and and he's not gonna let he's not gonna let Paul David have nothing go no no outside relationship outside of it. Every time I was so mad, I'm like, man, he just, they just gonna blow the girl up, man. Come on, man, that's extreme. <laughs> right when David was happy and moved on and I'm like come on don't do my boy like that man please I know I know wow I man. know David David can't catch a break in relationship no and not, sure. not as long as Veronica uh still breathing that's not happening right right man Mr. Yeah. Paris yeah. I, I just um I really really enjoyed this man I, I have to have you back on my show again um okay to come back and talk about whatever you want to talk about i have to have you back on here again um this has really been a major honor for me and um i can scratch this off my bucket list because you were oh, awesome. on that list well, now this this, this really was me, big Look, can um can we put your social platforms out there in ways that people can um follow you and connect with you in any type of way? Yeah, I'm I'm on um on Twitter I'm at Peter Perils. On Instagram, which I have to be more active on, I'm official Peter Perils. And then uh Facebook is, is Peter Perils. I have a, a page in uh I guess you gotta check out the page and make sure there's a lot of stuff on it. Uh, for Facebook because then that's me. I know there's uh, somebody else has a Facebook that's got my name on it. Yeah, I've seen that. But, uh, but official Peter Paris on Instagram, at Peter Paris on Twitter, and uh, Peter Paris on Facebook. And can we put that uh, that website back out there again, too? Kids of the King, K-I-D-Z of the King, K-I-N-G dot com. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mr. Paris, man. This has really been an honor again. I'm wishing you more success, more blessings are coming, man, and and the future is super bright for you. Thank you, and uh, continued success to you with the show and everything else, friend. Thank you so much. You have a blessed one. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don and my special guest, actor, screenwriter, Mr. Peter Paris. We are out. Alrighty.